for the shimmy. How are we supposed to know when we're supposed to be serious without the shimmy? I don't know. Well, with that said, hello, Abby. Hello, Amanda. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to the Lady Bits Podcast. Ooh. We are two drinks in. <laughs> Is that okay to be two drinks in at the beginning of the podcast? Well, we've been in this in this recording session for a little, a little bit, while. but we're just at the beginning of this yes. episode. So you episode threeers, you get the benefit of us being two in. Oh man, what a treat. What are we drinking? It's a good thing. Um, I just went into the local Trader Joe's and popped or grabbed a bottle of a, a cab popped you, a bottle popped. I popped the bottle right there in the middle of the damn store and just it was a rough day I just like let it all drip all over me I was soaking wet when I left there <laughs> in Wait, multiple facets let me tell you because happening? that was really exhilarating no I'm just kidding that's all a lie that's how good I I've gotten too damn good at lying this is bullshit right from the beginning of episode three welcome okay all right. Um, I did go to Trader Joe's. I did grab a bottle. I did not open it there. Okay. Just opened it. Okay, good. But it is, um, it's by Caretaker. It is a cab. That's kind of our go-to. We just love a good cab. Yep. It's my fave. It's yummy. Mm-hmm. So um, it's by Caretaker. I hope I'm saying this right. Paso Robles. Pas- Paso Robles. Paso Robles. Paso Robles. Paso Robles? Like Nobles? Noble with an S. That sounds right. Roble with an S. Peso, Paso, Roble with an S. We're going to roll with it. That sounds good. If you want to correct me, that's cool. I love to learn new things. So just bring it on. You can find um, it. It's pretty good. It's not that bad. I like it. I do like it. So thanks. Thanks for the wine. $10. I mean, I like it a lot for $10. Yeah. And like it's helping us with girl time. So. For sure. It's really good. It reduces the podcasting anxiety just enough. Just just enough that like everything is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're good. And all the crap is like by the wayside. Mm-hmm. And we can focus yeah. on this self-care, episode three. I think we're talking about food, aren't well, we? Well, yes, but this series is self-care. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. right? You're true. You're that's tr- what we said. Very true. So the series that we're in is keep me self-care, in and episode three is specifically about how we take care of ourselves through food. Yes, let's talk about food, baby. Food. Mm. So, let's talk about creating food, babies, because <laughs> I do that often. Girl, love to indulge myself in all the things. I have zero ability to portion control myself. <laughs> I know. I it's dangerous. M- I eat more than my 13-year-old son and my <laughs> husband, and they just stare at me and wonder. <laughs> I like to think that it's wonder. Like the good like, kind wow, of wonder. Like awe and wonder. Yes. Not like what's like going they're, on. They're Mom? looking at me with admiration that, you know Look at her go. Look at her go. Look at her relax she- that jaw and just <laughs> take it in. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Here we go. Oh boy. This ride started quickly. It was yes. like one of those that goes from zero to 63 in like three seconds this or something. Yes, it's the best kind of ride. <sighs> Rock and roller coaster. Here we go. I'm sure Disney appreci- appreci- appreciates that. Appreciates. <laughs> <laughs> We're in trouble. Yes, we are. Oh, but it's going to be good trouble. Yes, girl. Mm-hmm. So this episode in particular is an interesting one for me just because my 
you know, my career is in food. Yes. Um, Delicious food. I know we've mentioned that, but it is so good. Well, well, thank you. I like to think it is. And Mm. I love it. You can tell you love it. The problem, you can tell. (laughs) No, not like... Not like you. Girl, I got. My, I can tell. I have my slimming black <laughs> jumpsuit on tonight. She is rocking it. By the way, let me tell you, she looks fabulous. I can tell that you love giving people really good food because it, it shows in your work. It shows in your creations. It does. I, I like to think it does. And what's interesting for me to talk about it in the realm of self care is that you know I really don't. I don't portion control. I really indulge myself a lot because I'm testing recipes. I am mm-hmm. creating menus for clients. I am a baker in right. my full time, like real life. How do you live in a world where you're like surrounded by bread all day? Bread and sweets. Huh. And you know, when, if, if someone hires me to do a dinner party for them, they're not asking for the paleo dinner party <laughs> or the vegan dinner party. They're asking Can we for just have like your spinach menu, please. Yeah. That's not what they're asking no, me for. And like, so bring on the, the bacon. Uh-huh. We want to see pork. We want to see duck. We want to see just fat put to good use yes and so and that's the way it should be Mm -hmm. in a dinner party but it does make it difficult to you know maintain healthy boundaries with food in my in my everyday life and so I've I try to find a balance but this this episode's going to be an interesting one for me because I don't I'm not the best at (laughs) like healthy food choices I think I'm, I'm fairly decent, but I also, I struggle with like portion control. Like I Mm -hmm. will eat a lot of salad because I just am not giving my chance, myself the chance to like, just enjoy the Mm -hmm. bites that I'm taking in. But at the same time, and I, please know, I do not eat salad. I don't even, I mean, I do eat salad, but I do not eat it on the regular. Mm -hmm. Um, I should, but I don't. But I, I love flavors. I mm-hmm. love flavors. And when I get fixated on a flavor, I'm just going to keep eating it and yeah. eating it until it's gone mm-hmm. or until you take it from me. I and I have, am. Have you ever asked your husband to take something from you? Oh, I have. I'm like, please take it right now because I'm not going to stop. I won't stop. Just take it. I make him <laughs> snatch like bags of Cheetos from me. No. Like shitty stuff. No, no, no. So the thing that we do at my house is Todd's looking at me like, please ask me to take that. Please. Aren't you done? Don't you want me to finish that for you? And I'm like, heck no. This is mine. I can take this down. Thank you. I'm good. I got this. That's right. Watch me go. <laughs> do you remember when we went to dinner, the two of you and I recently, mm-hmm. we went to that. Um, oh, man. what was it called? Oh, what was it called? Oh, man. Um, I can't remember shoot. that like cool little place downtown. It we'll was. we'll try to remember and put it on the blog post. But anyway, we had never been there before and we went and we saw the menu and we oh, ordered man. everything on the damn menu. Pretty much all of the like shares plates, we ordered them. The whole I think all but one. The whole menu. <laughs> and we Rum cow. <gasps> yes. Rum cow. Thank you, Brent. Thanks, Brent. Oh, he's so good. You're so good. Uh, rum cow, and we got everything on the shared plates menu. We didn't just order one. Yeah. I think it, I, I want to say. The girl kept looking at us like, I don't know. Are you sure? Like, it's a lot of, f-. she's like, it's a lot of food. Yeah. And she didn't like, just look at us like, like that. She said those words. We're like, bitch, we can take this. Okay. We got this. <laughs> Do not underestimate. <laughs> 
us. <laughs> we are going to handle this quite well. I have two children. Which we did. We ate everything. Yeah. There was nothing left. Yeah, no. Except that one little wrap that like we both each tried one and we were like, oh, it's okay. It's not my fave. Mm-hmm. But everything else was gone. Mm-hmm. And and they were they were big. They, they were, were not like little like, tapas plates. I mean, they I were like... I'm Waddled sure like out. I gained uh, gained a pound from that experience. We well worth that pound. Out. Yeah, it was worth it. So that's what I'm talking about. Like it's hard for me to sit down in a restaurant, look at a menu and say, I'm going to practice self-care tonight and I'm going no. to get the, you know, the leafy greens with the grilled chicken breast. No, that's not no. me. So no, you- I have learned in my years of living, which are quite a few at this point to, you know, when I do go out, and enjoy a nice restaurant, I'm going to let myself enjoy it. Yes. Get and, that app and dessert. Yes. And a main course. And the drink. That's and right. enjoy it. Like It's an I, experience. It's not just a meal. It's an experience. Mm-hmm. And that's part of, um, I think it's part of taking care of my mental health is allowing myself. Sometimes I can't do it all the time, obviously. Right. I because would, those nice restaurants are not cheap. They're not cheap. And also, like, I do want to live past 50. <laughs> For my kids and such. Right. I have some things I still want to do. So I do try to take um, the initiative to find some balance. But for me, and Todd laughs at me all the time, he's like, babe, I'm never, ever going to tell you that you shouldn't or can't do anything. Because if I do, you're going to do the thing Mm -hmm. that I tell you. And it's the same way. If I tell myself, I'm going to take this month and I'm not going to have any sugar in my coffee and then that's all you see that's it's like all, the sugar that's all right i eat for a month maker. is a I'm little coffee with my sugar my coffee but i am gonna eat that chocolate croissant it's dark chocolate it's yes. like 88 percent cacao yeah I'm, I'm still good right i'm good <laughs> no i'm like for real if i say no sugar in my coffee i'm gonna put 14 tablespoons of sugar <laughs> like, i'm gonna make this so un- unbelievably sh- sweet yeah it's like liquid candy i don't do well with deprivation is what I'm saying. So I've had to realize that about myself and say, okay, Abby, you suck at saying no to things. So what you can do though is say, okay, I'm going to four days. I was going to say five. I'm like, that's bullshit. (laughs) Four days. I like that right in this moment, you knew to say, (laughs) to be honest with, I think it could do four. I I mean, we are really trying hard to be honest with our listeners. So four days, if I'm good, like four days, majority of a week. And when I, you're good. And when I say I'm good for four days, I mean like one meal out of the three. (laughs) In those four days, I might be somewhat decent. Okay, okay, okay. I can still justify. I'm still on board. I'm on board with it. I'm just trying to be honest. Okay, it's balance, and that's my definition of balance. You know what? I think one of the reasons that because they say that women have longer lifespans than men is because we acknowledge things mm-hmm. about ourselves, like, oh, I need to, I need to, like. I see this and I need to put it in check. So like, man, I'm just saying you could really be helping yourself to just acknowledge yourself. Mm -hmm. Maybe men need to be listening to this too. They can be learning a lot about women, a lot about themselves in some kind of manner. I don't know, but I'm just saying like, I think that that's one of the things that um, is beneficial about being a woman is that we kind of 
we allow things to be brought to our attention and then we decide like, oh, we're going to do something about it. Oh, we're not going to do something about it. Yeah. Most of the time I say I'm not going to. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I'm not. I'm too tired. I'm too, I'm too tired yeah. to do something about that right now. But with food um, and especially with it being my my career and my right. the bulk of my life right now is surrounded by food. Mm. Um, try to find small ways to be good to myself. You know, I know that I have some, I have some triggers, some things that if I eat them, it's going to make me feel terrible. Oh, and yeah, mine is dairy. Uh, except you know, for cheese. I, I can do cheese, but I can't do milk, mm-hmm. ice cream. Ice cream is the one it that gets me. me. Like I could have milk in my coffee, half and half of my coffee and it doesn't right. bother me but if I have ice cream I'm gonna be in the bathroom in five minutes yes like I can't I can't do it my body is like hell no what are you doing what are you you're not six you can't have ice cream anymore no but I'm like oh but I'm gonna try it even tonight okay this is <laughs> this is truth tonight I um totally agreed to let my children have cereal for dinner in our house when we were growing up that was not a normal thing, but that was something that happened every once in a while. When my, mm-hmm. my mom normally cooked dinner every night, we all gathered around it. It's one of the things I'm really grateful for because I implemented it at our home. Mm-hmm. However, sometimes knowing what I know now, I get what my mom was like. It's a free-for-all tonight. You can have a sandwich. You can have whatever's left over in the fridge, or you can have cereal. Mm-hmm. So tonight, I was like, kids, what do you want? Well, we had just picked up our grocery order, and... um they saw that there were three new cereals. Ooh, and it was that's that's exciting. Big, that's like exciting for kids. Yeah. Apparently. It's and exciting like, for me too. I love some cereal. Uh, well, I picked up like a Chex, the Chex mix that was like the bland blah, blah Chex mix, but mm-hmm. it was mixed in with chocolate Chex mix. Oh yeah. Those kids ate two bowls of it and mm-hmm. I was okay with that because I was like, your bellies are full. You had a little dairy, you had a little fiber, a little bit of sweet. Mm-hmm. You're good. You're good. I even ate a bowl of cereal. I ate honeycomb. And I was, I literally thought to myself, how bad do I want to end up in the toilet in 20 minutes from now? And I was like, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for it. And so I want the cereal. I ate the honeycomb, which is a childhood memory of mine in itself. Mm -hmm. That was a really special cereal. It was normally my dad's cereal, but I definitely got to have some when, when it was, when it was purchased. But, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, had some honeycomb. Yeah. Had a little trip down memory lane, and then I had a shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you had cereal, and it but was it was worth it. Amazing, it was worth it. And I'm sure my kids were like, "Yeah, I ate chocolate cereal for dinner." Mm-hmm. I hope they tell their teachers too. I'm sure they Just will. Saying. Kids tell their teachers everything. They do all the things that you don't want them to. Uh, yeah, I've actually had conversations with my daughter about that. She's even said, is it okay if I tell my teacher this? I'm like, no, but thank you for asking first. No, that is not okay right now. Oh, kids, man. Kids. I hope that 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 continues. I hope my kids are like, can I share this? Well, thank you for asking, but no. (laughs) When I was about um, six years old, my mom had the sex talk with me. Oh, at six? About six or seven, I think. Wow. Seven. Were you like, mother, read, I would like to communicate with you book. about sex? She read me a book. Oh, and boy. I have a, such a vivid memory of it. We were sitting on the bed uh, in my room and she was reading me this book. And I was like, like the skies had opened up and I knew all the secrets of life at six. And, 
And she was like, now, Abby, this is not, this is something that's just between us and you don't need to go talk about it to everybody. And I was wow. like, but can I tell my best friend Elizabeth? Because if I don't tell her, how is she going to know? <laughs> no. No. You cannot share. You hush your mouth. And so today I pick up Riley, my daughter, who is 10, mm. pick her up from school. And she's like, Mom, we started growth and changes class today. And I'm like, mm. shit. <sighs> so that Ten, is. Is that fifth grade? Yes. Oh, God. Fifth grade. So that is looming in my very near future that I have to have conversations with my daughter oh. about. I was nine All when of my that. mom talked to me. And I, my skin was I was crawling out of my skin because mm-hmm. I was like, I really don't want to have this conversation with you right now. Like, I know I knew, I, I guess I knew of sex. I didn't, I don't know if I really knew what it entailed, but I knew of, that sex was an adult thing. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I don't want to talk about this with you. And, but I <laughs> sat there and I listened and I think I even gave like a, I even prompted with a question just to make it feel like I really cared. Yeah. I really remember thinking, like, should I give her a question or should I not? That's kind of crazy. I mean, I remember <laughs> sitting on her bed with her. I was like, oh, this is such just... a weird moment in life. Oh. Okay, so. And damn it, we're going to have to have those moments. Yes. And so tonight, just tonight, I was sitting in in our master bedroom. I was working on the computer and Todd was in the living room with his two girls and they were watching Gilmore, Gilmore Girls. Mm. And um, Evan, I don't know what was happening in the episode, but I heard Todd say, um, or I heard Todd trying to explain to the youngest, he was eight, what a hooker was. Oh, boy. <laughs> and, and trying to explain it to her, knowing that she really didn't have a good concept or a good frame right. of reference. And and uh, she was like, but I, why can't you just tell me what a hooker is? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, do you really want to talk about sex right now? And she's like, no. Because <laughs> a hooker's all about sex. It's just sex. That's all it is. So that was the end of that conversation. Oh, so, gosh. I mean, we have three girls in sentence. our house. Three girls. I, why can't you tell me what a hooker is? <laughs> That's awesome. I love that sentence. Those are the Wait. kind of sentences you, you got to write down because you're like, oh, I need to keep that little memory. For real. And I am right now, I'm wondering how we started talking about this when we're supposed to be talking about food. I don't know. I don't know, I'm, but we'll have to go both back are and great. Listen. Sex, food, both are great. Yes. Sometimes interchange sometimes used together if you're into that thing yeah personally i'm like oh it's just i gotta take a shower afterwards i'm kind of lazy about it so (laughs) todd knows if he feeds me a good meal that's good omen it's a good sign for him for the rest of the night (gasps) Mm. so feed me feed me (laughs) seymour so feed me but okay so let's let's digress Mm. for a minute regress what is the word let's backtrack let's back up Oh man! Whoops! I just pushed my mic out of the way. Let's let's back up a little bit. Back up and uh, recenter our thoughts away from sex to and food. To food. To food. Mm, I love good food, and I know that we mentioned like it's important to take care of ourselves, but it's also important to take care of ourselves and in, and indulge ourselves too. Yeah, it's it is, and um, as long as you can kind of balance it out. So let's just remind ourselves of some basic nutrition mm-hmm. laws if you will yeah um there are some debates about what is the best course of action in your diet but there are some pretty common 
thoughts around what is healthy and what is not. Right. So first of all, and this is something that I majorly suck at really because I go to work at five in the morning, most mornings. So I'm not going to get up at four, three thirty, right. if you will, to make myself like a big old breakfast. I'm not going to do it. Right. So I really do suck at this right now, but we all know that your day should start with some kind of protein, right? Yeah, I'm terrible at it too. It's not the way I typically construct my day either. I normally don't even eat until I don't either. I get home from work. Coffee, coffee and water. Like I definitely get that water in because that is a big thing Mm -hmm. for me. Um, That is that's huge in my world. Like Mm -hmm. it's either there are three liquids I intake: coffee, water, and alcohol. Yeah, basically, pretty much what I take in. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like, but it's hard. It's really hard, especially if you're not like a, oh, give me a two egg omelet and with I all mean, the veggies. I and, can't, yeah. I cannot make myself yeah. cook that way in the morning. You know, I would love to think that I could meal prep and on Sundays I'm making a muffin pan full of egg white little That's the omelet dream. bites. And I have friends that do that. I mean, my sister-in-law, who's also my best friend, like Millie. I opened a fridge and I'm pretty sure I saw little egg muffin like cups. We should be doing that because it's, it is easy. It is, but we just, but I don't make the time. We don't, we don't make the time and you know, we have other priorities, but that's the goal, right? Let's, let's make it a goal to at least just meal prep for breakfast. Make some freaking egg white burritos with some gluten free wraps or whatever. You know, do something. Or boil, like, boil, just boil some damn eggs. Hard-boiled eggs. Hard-boiled eggs. There, egg. there really like, is no excuse for our laziness. There isn't. What is wrong with us? Can we please just get it together? God. Yes. <sighs> we Maybe. suck. So, goal. <laughs> goal for this week is to just meal prep breakfast, at least, because that really right. is the best way to start your day. So, that's number one. Let's do better at that. Yes. And the next thing, okay, this is especially if you have the philosophy that we do about indulging yourself and eating foods that might not be on the whole 30 diet maybe right. or the I don't live my life on the whole 30. I actually props to the people that are so disciplined to do that. Right. I just I tried it for about can't 12 hours. I can't I can't do it. It doesn't work for me just for me in the in terms of like I am I'm not accountable to myself enough mm-hmm. and I know that about myself. So, and I'm okay with that. So I'm mm-hmm. just going to find it another way. Right. So I think that if you are not at that place where you can adopt a, a whole 30 or a super strict regimen, right? then you look at what you are eating and then you eat the best forms of those foods that you can. Right. So for instance, if you are the kind of person that loves your bacon, mm-hmm. so, okay, Please spend a couple of extra dollars on the pound of bacon to get the sugar-free bacon. Right. You know, do do that extra step or get or, the, get yeah, the, the grass-fed. Like the nitrate-free one. But or, do you know? Oh, don't tell me. No, 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 because I was researching this today, and that is bullshit. There are no <gasps> nitrate-free bacons. Oh. There are some that have... How can they put that on their labels? It says nitrate free except for what is naturally occurring in <laughs> and that is because they've added okay so there's except like a, for all this little tiny ass fine print yes so there's a celery root puree or juice that they add to the nitrate free bacons mm. that has actually more nitrates than, than a regular nitrates than regular nitrates 
What the but hell? But they can get around it because it is in celery. It's, it's plant in, based. It's quote you you can't see my air quotes over a podcast, but I'm doing air quotes right now. <laughs> it is, you know, natural. Oh wow. Which is bullshit. So That's that crap. so but you can get the sugar free bacon, okay. which is better. You can substitute grass fed butters for Please don't ever write to me and tell me that you eat margarine or some, <laughs> I can't believe it's not butter shit. Just eat butter. Just it's eat okay. the butter. It's, it's, it's better. actually a little good. It's actually kind of good for you. It's good. It's better fat. Yes. If you're so, going to have a fat, it's a healthy fat. We are not nutritionists. Right. We're talking like ghee. Ghee is fantastic. Um, but you can't bake with ghee. Oh Yeah. So, but if you're eating baked goods, you're kind of like riding the I don't the, give a shit wave. Eat the best form of that baked good that you can. Eat, you know, make your cookies with unbleached flour and with grass-fed mm. butter. Or can are there other flours you would probably know? Are there other flours that are flour alternatives? Like, I just don't do, my body doesn't process carbs very well. Mm-hmm. So are there other, I guess flour substitutes that I can use in baking that are good that work I mean I am not going to tell you that there's any flour substitute that will make a baked good taste like it should like you want mm. it to I have baked with okay. alternatives you definitely like, just crushed me a little bit but that's okay I know that's okay. I will build myself back up with some carbs <laughs> there are some gluten-free flour blends Okay. That are good. Like the cup for cup is pretty is pretty damn good. You can get that okay. at Whole Foods. You can get it at Earth Fair. You can get it at Williams Sonoma. Okay, and it's a good blend. But like it has milk powder in it. So if you're if you're dairy intolerant, then you've got another. Then you can't run-in. have that. Okay, I have baked with almond flour before. Um, there are some options, but they're not going to taste like the cookie you want. Okay. But yeah. so my suggestion is I want that great American cookie. No, kind of just use unbleached, unbromated, all purpose flour. Okay. Use a good butter that's not, you know. So if you lard. are going to indulge, be smart about the ingredients yes. that you're putting into that's that what thing I'm saying that you're to indulging. You. Or that not even indulging, the thing that you're just enjoying. Yes. I mean, it doesn't have to be like, like that's the other, th- that's the other thing. Um, that's the other thing that I think uh, we tend to do is like make ourselves feel guilty about the things that we choose. And I don't think we should. Um, we shouldn't feel bad for enjoying something that tastes really delicious. Right. Um, now, if you're eating um, brownie a la mode for three <laughs> meals a day. That is like you should that feel is like my national dessert yeah. if, if I could you, have a country. You might want to reevaluate your choices. <laughs> but if you are like on date night mm-hmm. having a piece of pie. Mm. Oh no, we're not okay. going to do a piece of pie. We're going to do croissant bread pudding from oh, Circa. Oh girl. I can eat that whole thing by myself but mm-hmm. I'm nice and I share it with Brent. Mm-hmm. That, nice? is my, that is that is an indulge for me. Like yeah. that is me. So let it be a treat and don't like eat it as a meal. So that's what we're talking about. That's what we are going to be proponents of some yeah. moderation. And then when you yeah. do indulge, do the best form of that thing that you can. Okay. Right. That's right. all we're asking. That's I've, doable. Yes, it totally. And, um, I have, I actually have a recipe, um, that is kind of an indulge recipe, but it's, it's delicious. I love it. I share it with everybody because it's always a hit mm-hmm. at, 
most of the time I would say it's always a hit. I never come home typically with like a full plate of it. It's usually gone, but, um, it's called a uh, sweet onion crack dip Ooh. and, um, it's by bountiful. Um, well that's, that's the cookbook it came from, but it's actually, um, written by Todd Porter and Diane Q and it is wonderful. They have lots of recipes that, um, they feature in that, uh, book, uh, that feature all different kinds of vegetables and stuff and like Mm -hmm. things from your garden. And one of them is like a sweet onion or a Vidalia onion, but, um, sweet onion crap, crack dip not crap it's not crap it's crack it's like crack they're friends I, I was reading the backstory but their friends actually labeled it the crack dip because it's so addictive mm-hmm. um, but it's really simple it will be a highlight at a dinner party um, it'll it's warm and gooey it's got obviously onion in it cream cheese mayo oh um fresh ground black Why pepper and had this before we're gonna have it i'm gonna make it one night because okay. it is amazing you can serve it with like crostinis or um even like cra- crackers or like a soft baguette like it's i prefer it over like a crab dip let's just say mm-hmm. that and um, it sounds awesome it is it's it's delicious and it's always a popular thing and we'll be sure to put that recipe on our blog so you can enjoy it and share it with your friends too um but yeah it's it's delicious it's definitely something you indulge in but it's worth the indulge and um i think i made it like three or four times over the holidays between Mm. thanksgiving and like new year's and it was sounds amazing so yeah oh it's good so i have i mean i i don't know i didn't have a recipe prepped but um I think that the thing that I make to um, really, like, I I love through food, for sure. Mm. That's how I care, care for my family. <laughs> you know, I love myself through food, all of that. So if I am really needing to say, guys, I'm really thinking about you. Let's have, a like, our favorite meal. Let's have the meal that makes us feel all homey and mm. all of that. It's definitely chicken and dumplings, my grandmother's recipe. Okay, are your dumplings, are the actual dough-like dumplings, or are they biscuit-like dumplings? No, they are not biscuits. They are dough, like the strip, the flat, wide strips of dough. Do you know that there is a huge difference for people? They say, well, chicken and dumplings, like when I say I'm making chicken and dumplings, it's like you. Yes. It's the dough pastry style. I don't understand the biscuit style. People in the South... And I'm Southern, which I don't understand. People say chicken, chicken pastry. Yes. But, but you, this is your chicken dumplings. Yeah. So I okay. grew up in, I've obviously grown up in the South my entire life. Born in Georgia, grew up in Florida. Oh, that's like Transplanted South. to North Carolina. Um, I've never lived out of the South. And so okay. my mama, my grandmother taught me how to make chicken and dumplings. And it was never called chicken and pastry anytime. Right. Like, that was a shocker for me when I moved here that people were like, oh, you're making chicken and pastry? No. No, no this is chicken and dumplings. Chicken and dumplings. Flour and water and a little <laughs> bit of salt rolled out so you can barely, you know, so you can almost see through it and cut into It's strips. an argument in our home. Brent thinks it's chicken pastry. No. And I'm like, no, man. Chicken dumplings. It's chicken and dumplings. And then we had um, tomato dumplings, too, growing up. Mm. So it was the same kind of dumplings that you cook in, like, a tomato stew. <gasps> Oh my god. I think you just like 
I, I mean, like, I got a little chill. It's the best. I might need you to show me that recipe because that sounds delicious. It's amazing. So that's one of the things that I will cook if I really need to be nostalgic and mm. feel like connected to my roots and really like I don't make it a lot. Right. Maybe two or three work. times a year. Maybe. I just made it last weekend, actually. Oh, um, for New Year's Day, it was what we ate. <sighs> And, um, Yum. but I, if, if nobody else will eat it, I'm showing some love to myself with those chicken and dumplings. It makes <laughs> me feel right. connected to my grandmother and oh, to my roots. That's a good memory. Yeah. So, you know, I'll definitely, we can share that recipe on the blog too. Oh yeah. I think we should share both of these because we want to bring good feelings to our listeners. If you want to argue with us about the name of chicken and dumplings yes, or chicken what do you pastry, call it? You know, you can I mean, let us know. If you're using biscuit, I'm going to say that you're making a chicken and biscuit soup. Like you're making that's chicken that, pot pie. Or chicken pot pie. Yeah. That's, I mean, but I don't get it. Okay. Um, so anyway, let us know if you want to argue about the definition of chicken pastry. Yeah, what do you call dumplings. it? Dumplings or pastries or something else. Whatever. You can email us at hello at the ladybitspodcast.com. Yes. Or you can comment on our Instagram or our Twitter. We're going to have a Twitter, I think. We oh man, it's gonna be work, but I'm gonna, I don't we're I don't understand it. it. I don't understand Twitter, but I think it's a <laughs> thing that we're either. supposed to have. So if yeah, you can find if we us, be you cool, can. We gotta have a Twitter handle. Yeah, right? if you want to at us on Twitter, I think that's how what you say, what the kids are saying. I don't know. I don't know. I guess, but find us on one of the social media platforms and argue with us about um, Southern food terminology. Yes, or just ask us a question that we will. Um, address on a future episode yeah and make sure that you rate and review and subscribe and yes. like and share and share with your friends and give us some feedback and let us know what you want to hear about because uh, we've got some things that we want to talk about but we really want to know what you want to know about for real what you um, want to um, hear us discuss in our drunken state because yeah. we will be super honest. We will be. We'll be honest. That, You'll learn more about us than you ever cared to. Isn't that what the world really needs more <laughs> of? Honesty. Honesty. That's right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The Lady Bits Podcast is created and produced by me, Amanda Holloman, and Abby McGee. It is recorded in Wilmington, North Carolina. Our sound engineer and graphic designer is my hot husband, Brent. Web design and music contributions are by Abby's also hot husband, Todd. The theme music is recorded by us and our very, very still hot husbands. Special thanks to Beta Radio for the use of their recording studio and to Millie Holloman for the images that can be found on our website and social feeds. You can find us at theladybitspodcast.com. Thank you.